The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? Feels like it's better, it's better with you. My life, it's better, it's better with you. This is true, it's better, it's better with two. My life, it's better with you. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. And I am Travis McElroy, the okay. spookiest. Well, you all fun here. I thought that Justin had pretty much planted his flag God, you would think, on right? Dracula Mountain. Um, you can't just, no. No one can just claim Dracula voice as their own. That's not okay, how that's it works. Fair. But I bring such a sensuality to it. You, you know, know to I mean? be fair, I think yeah. Griffin's claimed it for Taz, and I do think now in retrospect, Justin has claimed it for my brother, my brother, and me. I'm going to claim yeah. it for Till Death Do Us Bart. I'm the only okay, one that can I think do that's vampire. Only, that's on, only fair. Okay, right. uh, my name is Griffin McElroy, and <laughs> that's popcorn. Popcorn, that can only mean one thing. Let's all go to the movies. Hey. Let's all go to the movies. Yeah. Uh Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Nope. Nope. Oh, that's not it. Thing. We can't we actually can't do that because I'm genuinely very fucking stoked. Yeah, we can't talk I, about so that. Stoked. But there's no I've reason got... you can't be stoked and also do a watch. We we don't do watches for movies that we're not stoked. I mean, well, Justin, let me ask you a question. Why are there no vampire movies? Why are there no superhero movies? Right? Well, yeah. good news, Justin. Don't even fucking worry about it. You, you worry wart. Dummy. Yeah. You you dumb ass. You don't need to worry about that Why shit anymore happening? because now we got us a superhero vampire. No, not Blade. <laughs> you silly <No>. boy. <laughs> no, you silly boy. Not Blade. Not the Daywalker. Yes. Why? Uh, checks notes. Morbius, of course. Morbius. Morbius is here, and oh man, his teeth are very sharp, and it is Jared Leto. It is Jared Leto. Uh, it's Jared Leto. And, and it- did you know it's a it's an autobiography. Of, of 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 Mr. Leto and his life and his challenges, his blood disorder and the magical means he went about getting Dracula powers to fix it. Somebody um, saw Jared Leto uh, in his turn as the Joker mm, and yeah. said, "We should put that guy in more superhero this, movies." This is what this is what this is what this is where it's hard for me. This yeah. is where I struggle because Jared Leto appeared in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah, and everyone said that that sucks. That sucks. Let's give him also not only sucked on screen, but ask anyone who apparently has ever worked with him sucked off, off screen. screen. Off, yeah, all listen, around it. I'm not here to delve into the lives of our Hollywood stars. We should be happy for whatever they give us. No, uh, we we save that they for are our beyond other. questioning, beyond judgment. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So Jared Leto is in Suicide Squad, and everybody's like, "Bad job." Let's. Give him one more try. Yeah, and then he's in Birds of Prey, and uh-huh. it's so. And and in that one, they're like, we actually are going to cut 
these parts out. Like yeah. we're not actually not going to use these parts because it's pretty it's pretty rough. Actually, we would like you to go. Uh huh. We've got new Joker, and we'd like you to go, please. Yes. And and Marvel sees this and is like, well. We do have one we don't really care about. They called Jared <laughs> and said, "Hey, Jared, when God closes the door, sorry, technically this would be Sony. Yes, not not Marvel. This yeah. is the Sony Spider Verse. Sony was browsing through the thrift shop and made themselves a pickup of Mister Leto, <laughs> and they said, fresh off House of Gucci, get over here, friend. You're a vampire now. Pass the Gucci right over here yeah. on we'll the left take hand Jared side. On the left hand side. Thank you so much, Jared." So now, what's the film? You're a vampire. Right, what's the film? Oh, no, I see. <laughs> a good Jared Leto joke. That is a good Jared Leto joke. Uh, what is Morbius about, you ask? <laughs> well, it's about, on. Uh, it's the Sony Spider-Verse, and it's about a superhero who's a bit of a bad boy, a uh, <laughs> bit of a loose cannon. He's out there uh, at night doing some spooky stuff, scaring the people. Urges. I know what you're thinking. I've heard about that one. No, this is a different one uh, because this one is not starring Tom Hardy. This one's starring Jared Leto, and that's the main difference. Yeah. Um, I, I wish it was another <laughs> Venom movie. Jared Harris is in this. You remember him? Too many Jareds. Well, this is Jared Harris is the, is you remember him? He's a great actor from uh, Mad Men and many other things. Um, the Crown Fringe. My favorite, my favorite film critic, Mark Kermit, said that Jared Leto has never been the best actor, and now in Morbius, he's not even the best Jared. Nice. <laughs> but listen, Bru- Bru- okay, no, you listen. No, you listen. I'm looking at the Rotten Tomatoes page. Don't. And here's a it, quote. Let's not put a number on it. No, it's not a number. This is opinion. just an idea. No, it's not it's- a number, Griffin. It's the Scorbius. <laughs> the fur- <laughs> the fur- this is a quote from Ian Simmons the further I get from it the more its flaws seem crippling but I admire the spirit that Espinosa and company brought to the project which I'm convinced was nearly destroyed by a meddlesome and cowardly studio that is a positive that is one of the positive reviews <laughs> that's, that's one of the fresh reviews that are on now we all know that he got way too method when he's playing the Joker and listen like you can judge him all you want, but talk to Paul Dano, and like we know how twisted that shit can get, yeah. and so I'm willing to forgive that. But all but of Paul a... Dano's was inside his head, and it made his head hot. Where Jared Leto's was like, "I'm gonna put some fish places or whatever." Like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill that person's dog, my co-star. But it's because I'm the Joker, and um, it's method. And I also, one, uh, I, hey, I, I, you didn't even let me finish my point. Okay, go ahead. In this one, he got method by, um. His character has a blood disorder uh-huh. uh, that gives him chronic pain, and so to stay in character, he would use he would walk around on crutches very slowly everywhere on set, uh-huh. um, and it and the bathroom breaks were taking a very long time, and so they this is compl- real. This is a real one. This is an interview I'm looking at with Daniel Espinosa, the director of uh, Morbius in theaters now. And so they put him in a wheelchair to get him around faster to the oh bathroom. Oh my god! Are you and kidding I don't, me? And I that's and I see nothing wrong with that, Jerry. Yeah, there's no problems with it. And and in fact, to sort of excuse that away, uh, Mr. Espinosa, the director, responded and said, "Hey, man, it's people's processes. It's not Fuck though. Yes, it's not. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, man's man and man." 
It's people's processes, so you can't. But that's like saying, like, oh, that guy, yeah, he's uh, on, on, he works construction, and every day before he builds the wall, he squishes a frog in his bare hands. He squishes one of the goo. Yeah, Yeah, but it's fucked up, man. But it's so good. It's his process, dude. Couldn't build that wall without one squished frog. Fuck. It's just, I kind of am starting to get what people who aren't white guys are saying oh okay it feels like this is hold on wait this is the moment i feel like jared leto is what really helped me to recognize the idea of privilege because oh, jared leto's doing something good it's just it seems like we keep he keeps like he gets the bat and then he drops the bat and mm-hmm. he picks it back up yeah and he eats the bat and they're All like right. someone get this guy another bat or rather <laughs> let's turn him into a bat in Morbius, in theaters now, thank you, Sony Pictures. Jared Leto, this is great because there's a Venn diagram happening here of Jared Leto helping Justin realize uh, what everyone's saying about white guys and also helping me like lose a little bit of my strength in defending actors when people are like, actors are so out of touch and they're fucking shitty. And it's like, no, man, like they're people just like us. They're stars. They're just like us. They're doing it. And they're like, what about Jared Leto? And I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. Well, fuck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is kept in a big white egg pod. But, but between films where he can just dream his wonderful dreams. Jared Leto uh, uses his acting career as an excuse to indulge in his real love, being an asshole. <laughs> being a big, big butthole everywhere he goes. Oh, hey, man. who the fuck is Morbius, though? Because I know a lot of shit about comics and nerd uh-huh. shit. I don't know this dude from Adam. Who well, is Morbius? From Black Ad- you don't know him from Black Adam. From Black Adam. Who is Morbius? Well, you know, Griffin, how in Batman... Um, somebody who thought it was really funny said, what if Batman fought a guy named Man Bat, right? Yeah. And then somebody said, that's not funny. It's super fucking cool. And now Spider-Man has one of those tunings called Morbius. It but it's that. not Man Spider. Do no, that does, exi- like it- that does exist, though. Don't get it twisted. Okay, but it, it, yeah. but not in this one. In this one, he it, it's Dracula. And is there a scene where he fights the the sweet Tom Holland boy? No, this is not him? that. He's in the Venom verse, which does cross over in the multiverse, but is not the same verse as the <laughs> Tom Holland verse. God Almighty, I love it. I love all this nerd shit. It's hey, like hey guys, possible. hey what? guys, and I'm talking to everybody, not my brothers, because they get they get this. I get it. Yeah, vampires. The, the the royal guys. Vampires are bad. Yeah. Like, can we stop? Like, yeah. do you mean they're evil or they're dumb? They're evil. They they're kill, bad. They kill people for food. They kill Trav. people for food and this sport. Is this is true. This is true. It drives me up a wall with this. <laughs> What's the de- woke culture trying we, to fucking defend these vampire? The- you yeah. cast someone with the likability and charisma of a Jared Leto. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Right. It's like it's like when they made Jim Carrey Dr. Eggman. Yeah. They're trying to make me think he's very funny and silly, and he's not. He's he the bad guy. Animals. Stop tricking Speaking me. of, they made that Pattinson fellow another Batman, but Thank he you. didn't vamp out once in that whole okay. movie. I watched it, and it's three hours long. There was plenty of time in which he could have been a vampire at one point. That's ridiculous. And can I tell you guys something? Just a side note about Batman. 
The Please, Trav- wait, wait, Travis, Travis, Travis. You have subjected us over the last week in pre-recording times, which yes. is a special yeah, family yeah, yeah, yeah. times, the only time that we really check in on each other on a personal yeah, level, we really telling us about how you do not like the I Batman I don't want to hear how you and don't I, like the Batman movie. I just, no this more. is one thing. This is so important. I don't actually want to It's so it. important. The movie is Okay, wait, wait, wait. If we let you do this, then we get... We get something in the future. Yes. Yeah. You, okay. Like, this is, All we right. actively don't want you to talk about Batman and how you don't the like Batman, it. The Batman, please. Uh, the Batman on the po- on the podcast. Uh-huh. So, like, <laughs> that means, that, like, in the future, I'm going to want to talk about some shit that you guys aren't going to want to hear about. Deal. But I will How's get to. fair to me? Well, no, Juice, You'll you have get one, one too. too. You, get a, you get one, too. Okay. So, if you want to talk about Cash Solitaire and how, like, deep in the pockets uh, uh, you are, then yeah. you can do that. Uh, and I'll find some, I don't know, I'll find some, you know. But Japanese it has to be as short as this thing I'm about to tell you. Okay. Yeah, it feels like the preamble may have extended yes. this bit longer. All than right, then. let's hear the it. The movie is three hours long, and they have the gall to then also have a post-credit scene. That's so nothing, Trav. How, been doing how do for you, a long time. How do you make, has to do but it. you have a three-hour movie, and then you're like, but we couldn't squeeze this in before, so now it goes. That's yeah. not it's, about... It is to me, Griffin. They expect me to sit through the credits after a three-hour-long movie to see 30 seconds when I know YouTube exists. Then why don't you walk out with a sweet treat in your mouth? Huff my butt. Okay. okay. Well, I didn't make the decision, so why don't I you redirect I can't wait to see Morbius. Why not Morpheus or Mobius? When they make a second one, will it be M-O-R-E-B-I-S? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do you, it, does Tom Hardy make an appearance in this one? Because that would be the thing that would actually pull me into the theater. If there is a Tom Hardy slash Venom cameo, yeah. I'm I'm in. Because there's a moment in the trailer, I don't know if you guys saw this, where uh, he's, they're like, "Who's who are you? And he's like, I'm Venom. And like scares the guy. And he's like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. It's fucking hilarious. There used to be, we used to do jokes about the movies and now I feel like Travis is just sort of like talking movie like he's just he's just talking kind of what jokes could you make on. about a vampire doctor who saves people and fights crime my wife didn't approve of that by the way oh because because of um the fact that he's a doctor who also does vampire stuff yeah, yeah. she was so upset that um she doesn't want to see Morbius or at least I'm, I'm assuming that's the reason <laughs> is yeah. there she keeps turning me she keeps saying no 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 not with a million not for a million dollars, not with my worst enemy's eyes. No, no yeah, because of like it yeah. must be because because it's a doctor that hurts her. people. Well, there is that great line in it because I did see it opening night, um, where he like eats someone's fucking neck meat and they die instantly. And some bystanders like, "What about the Hippocratic oath?" And he's like, "What about Hippocratic both of these nuts?" <laughs> and then he bites them twice and they die from <laughs> on it. the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he bites them twice on the nuts. Morbius ate my balls. <laughs> Is there a specific line in your, the Hippocratic um, Oath about not vampiring people? I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's it says do no harm. It's pretty. I think that that's a blanket oh, statement that Griffin, covers. What if it was the what? only way to save their life? To harm them? To turn them? Oh shit! I gotta turn them to save their life. I'll yeah, give them the think... eternal curse, but. They'll live, and that's what is matters. Mor- is Morbius out there making other Morbiuses? He's got to want- be right. I know. I know. Sony's not. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Jared all right. knows you're. <laughs> Jared knows we're kidding. Um, all right, Jared. See you. Fun. See you this weekend at the birthday party for Morbius. <laughs> two two weeks birthday, old Morbius. today, I think. We so love you so, so much, Morbius. Happy birthday! It's a special day.
Uh, so excited about Morbius. Can't wait. Uh, but more excited about helping people because that's our that's our thing. Oh, Elon bought Twitter, by the way. If I can just. Oh, my God. Okay, this is going to be your thing. No, I'm not. Okay. That because that's been my problem with Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> that's been not not enough. Twitter. Not enough Elon. <laughs> not enough people like Elon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not on Twitter anymore. Bullshit. I'm not. Mm. Do you still not, do you passively do Twitter? I'll, no, I'm. I'm not like. I'm just like not. I, I'll dip, dip in. Yeah, that's what I. Thought. Yeah, it'd be wild not to dip in. You gotta dip in. I gotta find play- out what the celebs are doing. I'm planning to propose to my long-term girlfriend on April 9th. On April 8th, Sonic the Hedgehog comes out in theaters. How bad of an idea would it be to see the movie with her on opening night the night before I proposed to her? She, I'm, does he? Okay. Keep going. She is resigned to the fact that she will be seeing this movie with me and wouldn't describe herself as a fan. These would be on two different days, but the proximity of seeing Sonic and Knuckles clash it out less than 24 hours before I pop the question might tie the two memories together. This is from Eddie. Now, listen, at first blush, I see where you're like, I think it's fine. But now imagine it's like a decade later and people are asking the question like, what was the proposal like? Okay. And how, like eventually, that story is going to be, so the night after we saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2, we well, said, what you'll do is you'll do that to figure out the date. Right. You'll say, well, let's see. Sonic the Hedgehog came out on, too, came out on April 8th, I remember. So we got engaged on April 9th. Right. This is what I'm saying. So eventually it will become inextricably linked yeah. to watching the two powerhouses, Sonic and Knuckles, and with, what a with that- Miles Prowler present. Let's not rule out Mr. Prow- Tails. Did you say Prowler? Yeah, that's what it is. No, it's Miles Prower, Travis. It's a pun. Are you sure it's not miles per hour? I thought it was per hour. Same I know it's per hour. I know it's miles per hour, and that's the joke, but I thought it was per hour. Okay. Well, it couldn't be less important. But I love that in all of these considerations, and there's a considerable You're right, Griffin. I'm anxiety. sorry. No, yeah, I know. Of course. I'm right. There's no doubt. Um, that, the, that the idea of watching Sonic the Hedgehog 2 later did not... Yeah, that in. is not, no, no, not no, no, an no. option. Not an option. We're going opening night. Gotta see Sonic. If, if anything, it actually makes more sense to me to propose at Sonic than yes. to move. I mean, if it's gonna be linked, link Yo. it. Link it. How about this? Okay? How about this? Okay. End of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I've not seen it. It's not out yet, but this might be how it is. Fucking Dr. Robotnik, dead. big robot, not dead, kicks Sonic so hard and his rings come shooting Oh, out I his love body. where this is going. I know where it's going. And I love it. He's like, and then he sits up and like Miles Prower, by which I mean Tails, is dead. And that's a spoiler. <laughs> so he's sorry. like looking at his dead corpse and he's like, I'm so sorry, Tails. I couldn't finish the fight. If only I had another ring. And then he looks out at the audience. Uh-huh. And, and you're like, down on one knee. And he's like, Gurf, could you help me out? Yeah. Your name's Gurf. It's Eddie. Way. It's right there in the question, but that's Gurf. okay. Gurf. Eddie Gurf, Gurf. And you go by Gurf. Eddie yes. Gurf. Yeah. yeah. And Gurf's like, I got a ring, but I can't give it to you, Sonic, because it's going to my beloved. Will you marry yeah. me? And then Sonic's like, 
Oh, <laughs> and then your girlfriend, now fiance, has to fight Dr. Robotnik. Well, or they, you know, like that's the end of the movie, and in your very special screening of Sonic wait, the Hedgehog 2. Why don't they? No, what if this wasn't a special screening? Why don't they have it in more movies? <laughs> yeah, a built in. In more, in more movies, there should be a special. <laughs> There should be a special built-in generic proposal invitation. I, Dr. Morbius, the vampire, I'm going to kill you. But first, I think someone here has a special question to ask. And that's also going to leave it open to other things, too, right? Like, we don't have to just leave it like, I think someone has something important to say. And then it could be like, I quit or, you know. I'm very sick. Yeah. Everyone. Yes. Your mother and I are getting a divorce. Uh... Yeah, that would be dope. Why isn't that in there? This is this is all this is all uh I don't think there's any problem. Um but I I hope I hope she's not a listener of our podcast because she now knows with one hundred percent. That's okay. This won't come out until two days after then. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Eddie, let us know how it went. Yeah. I guess. Maybe. And Google like what's the shortest engagement in history? And call up, you know, the Guinness Book and all that. Um, God, I can't wait to see Sonic. I didn't realize it was so close. Henry has been asking about this fucking film since the first trailer came out a hundred years. I mean, technically, he's been asking about it since the after credit scene of Sonic 1 when Tails, Miles Prower, flies out of the portal. And he's like, don't worry, Sonic, I'm on my way. And Henry's like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, I am way into this, dude. Yeah, that is Sonic's best buddy. And he's like... What? What are you? Why isn't he in this movie? And I was like, Oh, he'll probably be in the next movie. And then I was like, Why the fuck did I say that out loud? Mm-hmm. And then for the last what year and a half, it's just been let's get there, get there. Why haven't they made it? Why haven't they made it yet? Tell them to hurry. Tell Jim Carrey to hurry. Hurry, Knuckles. You're supposed to be fast, Sonic. What the fuck? Can I? Um, do you guys want to talk to the wizard? Yeah, I like. I like. That. We don't have to. No, no I like, yeah, I, want I like to. that. I just, I, I always feel so formal addressing. The wizard is the wizard, and I just wish we were on a first name basis at this point. Uh, Kenneth. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Oh, I bet he hates that. Fuck. Uh, yeah, and Fuck. he just changed his name because he Damn hated it. the joke so bad. I blew it. Now he's called Morbius. How to fake food poisoning? Megan sent this in. Thanks, Megan. And food poisoning can strike at any time, making this the perfect illness to imitate if you need to get out of work or school. True. The symptoms are relatively easy to impersonate, including things like nausea, vomiting, and stomach pain. As long as you set the stage, fake the illness correctly, and provide proof when it is necessary. Gross. You should be enjoying a free day to yourself. Now, um, I one one little thing there. They do only list the physical symptoms of food poisoning and not. Uh, just kind of the emotional ones of like, this is yeah. going to be forever. Is this forever? I yeah. don't remember a time where I wasn't shitting and puking and right. set me let's up a little TV too, by the potty. It's like super gross. Yeah, I don't want to. Okay, I'll try to. Oh, so, there is also the the uh, emotional response of like, all food has betrayed me. I thought you were my yeah, friend. I'll never look at yeah. food again. Yeah. Um, did I even eat this much food? Talk about stomach issues. If you've had stomach issues in the past or claim to have a weak stomach, try to make it more believable when you claim to be suffering food poisoning. So this is a long con that I've been setting up professionally for over a decade now. So like y'all know my journey yeah. or quote unquote journey. Oh. I'm ironclad. You're not you don't really have the delicate constitution of the boy from Secret Garden? No. So when I run to the bathroom twice before like 
when Paul starts his announcements before a live show and yeah. I have to go run to the potty before the show even starts, um, that's I'm actually playing with toys. I'm like oh, having fun and you're like doing my own toys? stuff. Yeah, like I'm in doing the potty? fun leisure stuff. Well, I'll go in the potty just so you all think that I'm being sick. But really, I'm not. I never have. I actually sick. think it would be more convincing to brag about your iron stomach and like how you yeah. never get sick. So then when it happens, you're like, what the fuck? Huh. What is it? Oh my God. Oh, is this how you guys feel all the time? Oh, oh, not like I think to me that's like, oh, this is serious. He never. Yeah. He never um, gets in, sick. Invent a dicey dining situation. You don't actually have to go out to eat, but if you tell your but if you tell your classmates, coworkers, and boss you're going to eat somewhere likely to cause food poisoning, that'll make it more believable when it happens. I'm going okay. to Stinky Rick's Dirty Plates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Did you say that before. Is that like setting up yeah. the the fiction? Okay, I'm, I'm going so to excited because they have like day old escargot over there that they sell for like fifty yeah. percent. I cannot wait. It's just like a a half inch of standing water everywhere. Um, Love it. It's a theme. That's a great. You you should do that more often. I like I like to go when I'm at the office. I'll sometimes announce like, God, my great grand aunt's been like so sick lately. Wait, and hold on. Set up the scene. Are you talking to like Jim or Pam or Dwight or who are you talking <laughs> the to? Whole, the whole gang is, as always, hanging on my every word. Okay, yeah. Andy and I have just finished our uh, office lottery, which has gotten us into more than a few scrapes. Okay. Oh, for and, sure. Was yeah, there an acapella moment between you and Andy? Uh, yeah, oh, uh, we I, were knew like, it. I knew it. It's like B24. We would like sing. The yeah, numbers. yeah, yeah. And Angela's pissed and whole... because she doesn't like the fun. I'm just so fucking Me mad. and the whole gang. Uh-huh. Margaret, Kevin. Yeah. Deschanel. Creed? The whole. The whole... Kareem? Creed. Creed is there, of course. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is... is there when he joined the office. <laughs> They're hanging season. on my every word. Yeah. And I'm telling them about how my great grand aunt is is it very sick. Uh-huh. And then I just sort of leave it. And then when I need a break a little yeah. later, she's really sick. I deploy. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. It's not. But because it's a sad thing when it does, you know, eventually that she's card She's not is real done. though. She's not real. Okay. This is made up. But do you tell them that too when you say that she's dead so they don't feel bad? No, it's okay. They they won't really feel bad. That's great. And if well, they do sleuth it out, and they'll be like, "Hey, I did some sleuthing, and your grandnan is not real," and you'd be like, "Yeah, she got erased from the timeline." Oh boy. <laughs> so it's sad, yeah. but don't like feel bad about it or anything. They won't yeah. feel bad about because I'm the office bad boy. Yeah. Well, you they, didn't they say think, that they before. Think that I'm actually, they think that I'm too hard to have emotions, and then at the end, yeah, Pam is like, sees me. Cr- I'm like out on the dock. Yeah. With Daryl and some of the other guys, yeah, 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 yeah. and they leave, and she sees me, and I'm sitting there crying, and, and then like, she falls in love with you. Your granddad falls got... in love with me instead of instead of Jim and Pam. Jam. Now it's Justin and Pam. Jam. Just Jam. Just Jam. And you could be like, she'd be like, "Well, I'm so sorry, your grandma got erased from the timeline." And you'd be like, "Yeah, she looked at the orb." And then I look at her like, "Who?" And oh, she's like, oh, oh no, fuck, it so got sad. the too. Oh, no, it's so sad. But then she's like, I would much rather sleep with you than Jim. What are you doing right yeah. now? And then you'd be like, I can't do that right now. I have, for Christ. I have to go smash the orb. Yeah. And Daryl's <laughs> like, can, I, can I come too? But then he vanishes. And I'm yeah. like, you're not going to remember this. Oh, Because I'm about to change everything. Oh, yeah. fuck, dude. But, but it's always been you, Pam. And you kiss? 
And no, we don't. It's chased. It's a chase love. It's, it's a, a chase love. Okay. Because if if I selling myself with a touchable woman, uh, the time gods won't let me through the street. Ah, uh, of yeah. course. Yeah, basics. The okay. orb can only be smashed by someone pure of heart and genitals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the man who's never achieved an erection is the only one. People give the sixth season of The Office a lot of shit. <laughs> Yeah, because like people are like oh, it wasn't funny anymore until after Steve Carell left. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe it wasn't funny anymore, but like, the <laughs> it had some stuff to say. The There's quest, some challenging shit. What the- yeah, they the talked a lot about purity and not yeah. just like don't have sex, but like no physical contact of any kind from birth. Yeah, and like that kind of like it. It says a lot about the indulgences of our culture. Yeah. Because that one character who had never had soda or any kind of spicy foods or the touch of another human being. <laughs> didn't dress up for, didn't didn't recognize Halloween or Didn't recognize Halloween kind of or even the days of the week. Yeah. And like just yeah. saw time as one <laughs> continuous bubble. And they're um, the only ones who could touch the time orb. That said a lot, I think, about like consumerism. Yes. Yeah. Um, it made so- yes, yes, yes. And when Kevin started wearing a robe, and said he couldn't work at the office anymore because he was the Chronicle of Gonzalar. Right. And yeah. he was the only one that could protect the sacred texts. Yeah. yeah. And like, it turned out his, that was- his consciousness was in several different timelines at the same time, so he seemed distracted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, And yeah. then there was that funny scene where he turned into an eagle in yep. the office, and uh-huh. then Dwight was, like, trying to get him. Like, yeah. guys, who let this- He's like, who let this eagle out in the office? And yeah. someone's like, it's Kevin, him. don't don't get him. And then Jim made it it's so- not the Kevin. Kevin's gone. The Kevin you knew- yeah was a flesh prison for the true chronicle of Gonsalar, whose knowledge cannot be bound by your primitive paper and leather-bound books. Yeah. He is one of all of us and part of the eternal consciousness of Exactly. Gonsalar. And then right. Jim set Dwight's phone to Portuguese, and like yeah. Dwight was like, how do I even... And it ended up ripping a hole through existence. Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then the chronicle of Gonsalar pecks out Andy's eyes, and yeah. Jim looks at the camera like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> yeah. And he says, like, the eyes have it, what... and everybody fucking loses it. Yeah. And, they, and then Andy has to make the multi-year pilgrimage to the Fountains of Felishuna yeah. to restore his to restore vision. His sight, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ends up but getting then... second sight, and he can see yeah. beyond seeing, and it's a whole We thing. remember, we remember. Yeah, we yeah. all remember yeah, these yeah, classic yeah. scenes from the office. Yeah, I forget yeah, yeah. what we were, oh, I was doing a wiki how. Oh, um, right, right, sorry. right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, use likely food as the scapegoat. Things like poultry, meat, fish, and eggs. Earlier in the article, it says that you- I like to imagine four people in their car listening to the show, and then when something like that happens, they start like kind of chuckling, but also looking at each other like, is this a reference to something that I do not, that I've never heard of and no one's ever heard of? This is- I always think of these moments when when I picture someone saying like, you gotta listen to this show I've been telling you about, and then they play that, (laughs) and they're like, I don't think I do. I don't think I get it. Most of the time, depending on the age of the person, I can just say, oh, it's Twin Peaks. And oh, yeah, usually, yeah, yeah. like, they will let that slide. Uh, earlier in the article, it does say that certain foods like Mexican, Indian, and Chinese have a reputation for causing stomach issues. I would counter that by saying that the worst stomach issues I've ever had have been mostly because of salad yeah. that was not washed good. Yeah. So if it's less yeah. about the uh, origin of the cuisine and rather the sort of... Uh, dedication of the... Feels like that's always happened in Romaine. Like, I need another excuse to not eat salad. Right. Okay. Don't try what I've done before, which is like, I think I had some bad bourbon, and that doesn't work. That that, that never plays well. That's nothing. Broadcast your illness. By telling your friends and family you're not feeling well in a Facebook post or tweet, it's more likely people will believe you've got food poisoning. 
That's mm. awesome. For instance, you might say something like, I'm going to be on the download for a day or two. Got food poisoning last night. That's a classy way of doing it. And not just like tap, 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 140 characters. If you all could, if you all even knew my butt, dot, 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 dot. It's bad, y'all. Dot, 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 dot. This might be the one. And then you could skip work for a couple days. It has to. Okay, listen. Just a quick edit here. You have to say like, yeah, I'm feeling pretty bad. But work comes first. And you got to make it like that. School comes first. And you need someone else to say to you like, no, man. Take care of yourself. You got to stay home. And you're like, but I got to finish those reports. And it's like, the reports can wait, man. What's important is your health. And you need them to tell you to stay home. So you seem like a real trooper. Right. Uh, Focus on symptoms difficult to verify. Stomach pain and nausea will be the two easiest conditions for you to imitate and the hardest to confirm. I would argue that with food poisoning, anybody who wants you to verify Uh with peer-reviewed evidence is out of their fucking gourd. Or a boss at a business where you should not be working. If they're like, oh man, my die-die is so bad. And then they'll be like, show me the die-die. You you can't work at that business anymore. Show mm-hmm. me the die die. Do you guys remember that scene from the from the Jerry Maguire? Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking funny. I don't want to talk about movies anymore. You don't? Uh, okay. Keep we your talked s- about movies so much. We did. Keep your sick call short. When you're sick, the last thing you want to do is make small talk over the phone. This is actually oh, a good yeah. point. If yeah. you like try to over explain it, um, then they're gonna know that something is wrong. Yeah. So you just want to hit them with like a Derek. I can't click. And then, like, they'll be like, hey, where's Jeremy today? And like, I got a weird whispery ghost phone call earlier. I didn't even do it. And it's, it's great if you have someone else in the house. I used to have dad call into work sick for me. Ah, uh, a confederate. At Best Buy, I'm like, listen, my son, it's me. Radio's Clint McRoy, the voice you can trust. <laughs> listen, doesn't oh, shit his pants, bud. <laughs> <laughs> can't do it today. Can't sell, can't sell Netflix subscriptions. So when, do it. when you came back to work, I'm so worried about my boy. Please don't question so much. When you went back to work, did you ever get? Was your boss ever like, "Don't make your fucking dad call us anymore"? I don't want it. I don't want that pressure on me to speak to radio's Clint McElroy. I get starstruck. It's not fair. The power dynamics are off. The starstruck is, and I promise. I say like, listen, never again. Don't worry about. Oh it. Oh my god, he called you. I'm so embarrassed, guy. He just loves oh me so much. I was just gonna shit at home and not call you because I'm kind of the office bad boy, uh, yeah. as you know. Yeah. Ask Andy. Return to work under the weather. This is the most important step in this whole article is yeah. that you oh. do come back like a hero, like a champion. Yeah. You should still be home. Are you kidding this me? This is Look what I'm saying. You. No. Okay. No, wait. No, 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 no. So they're saying, okay. So you're faking. We're faking right now, right? Yeah, we're faking. Oh, so that's it, the point. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Okay. So we're faking right now. They, it, it, we're so nervous about this fucking dragnet being pulled up around us that we're keeping our phone conversation short. Uh-huh. But I'm supposed to go in and give a fucking Richard III style, like full physicality performance well, okay. of me soldiering through yeah. uh, my my food food poisoning? But Is if, that what they're suggesting? But if you pull a Bueller on April 8th uh-huh. and then you come back to April go see 9th, Sonic. Thank you, Travis, for the joke that I was going to do. Oh, no. That you just sort of saw, and you're like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Well, I didn't know you were heading there, because sometimes I think And you come back April 9th, and you're Hale and Hardy, they'll be like, Sonic, right? Sonic cured you. Sonic cured you is an interesting angle. That's not the one I was, not the one I was intending. I figure you're insinuating it. 
I went and saw, I did, honestly, shitting myself silly, went and saw Sonic. <laughs> Never felt better. Saw Morbius on the 7th, nearly fucking killed me. <laughs> Sonic 2 on the 8th, brought me, raised me right back up. Brought me back, man. One true, one true Sonic. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of two different critics, by the way, both David Sims and Mark Kermode tweeted that they saw Morbius and then met some sort of physical calamity. <laughs> Kermode had a toothache, and David Sims said he had a stomachache. After se- both tweeted about this after seeing Morpheus, mm. it is hurting people. <laughs> it's too far. It's not funny. It's hurting. People. It's hurting people. The movie is bad. It's hurting people. Now, here's what you have to wonder, though. Uh-huh. If if Jared Leto had agreed to participate in Batman in uh, Candle Nights, like Ben Schwartz did. Yes. Would we have different things to say? Who knows? Yes. Sliding know. doors. You'll never know. Sliding doors. So, Thank you, Travis. So let's role play this. And Justin, I want you to pin the email to Jared fucking Leto asking him to please do a bit on Candle Nights this okay. special episode. Dear Jared. Dearest. Dearest Jared. Perfect. It's uh, Justin McElroy. I do a podcast. I know that you are a bad person, but I hope that... Even though you're a bad person, you would be in Candle Nights, which is a charity event. Famous love that shit. And you can be the Joker in it or Morbius, but please don't be Jared Leto. Again, I've heard a (laughs) lot of different stuff. You could play music from your Mars Mars Attacks, your band. That's fine. Um, but please just uh, just don't be yourself. You could Sorry. be Jeremy Cool or whatever your character's name was in my so-called life. I think it was Jeremy Cool or perhaps Slater Cool. Uh, you could be Stanley Gucci Jared. if you want. It doesn't matter. You can matter. be a, Gu- a Gucci if you would like to, sir. Uncle Gucci, was that it? I think he was <laughs> Uncle Gucci. I think he was maybe Uncle. Did I ever tell you guys? Uh, <laughs> Gus, my baby's favorite toy slash food in the house is the Apple TV remote, which is not great. And one time yeah. he was just chew, chew chomping away on it and his spit and saliva like got in it. And that makes that terrible remote do strange things like move around on its own, like scrolling through a video if you're trying to watch it. Anyway, through a, a various, uh, like a string of chomps, chews, and slobbers, he did purchase House of Gucci <laughs> <laughs> for like for like twenty fucking dollars. And this is not a not rent it like purchase. Like when I go and look at the movies we purchased, which is largely like you know Sonic the Hedgehog one, other shit that Henry is into, so we can have just instant access to that shit. Now we have Gaga and we have Leto. Just waiting to spring it. Like, is today the day, Griffin? No, today's not the day, Jared and Gaga. Today I will not be watching Gucci. Thank you very much. Muchy. Can we go to the money zone? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Because I need to I need to make up that twenty dollars. It's better. It's better Guys, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk about Bombas. I don't. Okay. I don't. Can I tell you what I want to talk about? Yeah. yeah. I want to talk about soft, seamless, tagless, and luxuriously cozy feeling clothes. Yeah, then you're talking about Bombas. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah that's what everything Bombas they make is. is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a luxuriously cozy feel. I'm wearing their socks right now. I love wearing their socks. I'm excited because I have more of the short ones. 
the short socks and uh, no shows, I guess you'd call them. Yeah. And I'm about to make the switch uh, this weekend, probably Saturday or Sunday, depending on the weather. I'm about to take my uh, uh, tote bag full of short socks. Yeah. And uh, dump them into the drawer. Exciting. And put the long socks yes. into the tote bag. That's how you knew that spring is true. When a young man's socks turn yep. to no-shows. But I don't want to talk about Bombas. I want to talk about a company who has a simple mission uh, that works to make the most comfortable clothes ever uh, and then match every item sold with an equal item donated. Uh, a company that when you buy from them, you know you're also giving to someone in need, right? Do we? Yeah, that's a great. That's Bombas. You're this talking is so embarrassing. What? Yeah. Yeah, Travis, trust me. Go to bombas.com slash my brother uh-huh. and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B O M B A S. Are you writing this down? Yeah. B O M B A S dot com slash my brother for 20% off. Bombas.com slash my brother. Okay, but one last thing. I want to talk about a company that sells really super bulky underwear that's really uncomfortable and itchy and like sandpaper on your loins. And like, oh. just, just so, like, it's so obvious that it's there. Then you're talking about the competition brand. Ugh. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just love big, bulky, itchy underpants. That's uh, embarrassing. I know how you so. can get some of those brought to your home. Yeah, oh, so. big, bulky, <laughs> itchy underpants? Griffin, kick it for him one more time. What? You heard me. Draw some knowledge on this fool. No, but what did you just do? Because you were like, I know someone who can help out with that. Hey, Griffin, well, I was setting you up. I, I flicked the foosball in the air, and now you just have to swat it over the net. That is well, uh, illegal. That's an illegal maneuver, Justin. The no, foosball you actually, needs to stay I, on the table. You hiked I put it. put too much crank in my spank, and the foosball flew up in the dang air. Yeah, we talked about this, Justin. That's going to get us disqualified at regionals. It's a valid tactic. It is not a valid. Maybe on the streets. Maybe when you're playing streets, you're doing street foods, man. We're playing by the rules here. It's a league game. Twirl up. You curl up your wrist. Put a bunch of fucking crank in your spec. We don't play that way. And then knock that ball clean into the air. Listen, I know and you're. Then the, you can blow on it to adjust the trajectory. You're the bad it's boy. You're the bad boy of foosball, Justin. I know that. But we've Door talked ashes. about this. That's going to get us disqualified. We're never going to get that prize money to save the rec center. DoorDash is listening to this right now, and they're like, is this, is part, this part of the of fucking ad? Because these boys are <laughs> wild dogs. started yet? Because it's a long ad Was that us, in huh? there as the must-be-read verbatim part? Was that? <laughs> yeah. It says, yeah, I was reading all that. It says, it says here, ad-lib foosball skit. So you guys did that. <laughs> and I'll tell you about DoorDash, which is the thing I use several times a week at this point to get delicious dinners and lunches and breakfasts sent to my house. But more often than not, it's to get, you know, medicines and an onion sent to my house because every time I go to the store, I always forget an onion because I just assume we have them at home and we never do. because You could also send an onion to someone else's house as a threat. No, I don't know that DoorDash, I don't know that DoorDash would want us to say that. Oh, that's probably a good point. Hey, time out on the DoorDash ad. Go I'll on. Go ahead and say that Travis is a joker. Is is uh, Jared Leto's joker, actually. <laughs> I got I got fucking DoorDash last night. I got El Ranchito brought me that quesadilla. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That's oh, my good God. Shit. Well, how do they have that? What? I'm just surprised that they have that. They have everything on DoorDash. All of my local, all my favorite local haunts are there, including El Ranchito. Um, do they have flapjacks? advertising itself. Uh, in its window as the party after the pandemic. So th- awesome. it's over there. Yeah, I was wondering where that was going to be. That's popping off at El Ranchito. Do they have Flapjacks yeah. Tanapas on DoorDash? Flapjacks Tanapas is now the pho place that didn't close. 
Is that what it's called? Oh, but Flap, Flapjack Synopsis is dead and gone? Flapjack Synopsis is dead and gone. It was replaced by Pho, You, and Me to compete with the other Pho place. That you and time then, has erased. That's gone in the time orb because it Noodle lost. House, Noodle House, Chicken, and Pho, I think that one was called. All right. That. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25. Oh, wait. We're time in. The ad. Time yeah, in. Time yeah. in. Yeah, Unfreeze. time in ad. You're paying for this again, DoorDash. <laughs> time in. Time in. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code MABAMBAM. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code MBMBAM. Don't forget, that's code MABAMBAM for 25% off with your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Max Fun Drive is just around the corner. 2022. Starting April 25th, it's the best time of the year to support your favorite shows by becoming a Max Fun member or upgrading your membership. In just two weeks. We've got some great episodes and amazing thank you gifts in store. And who knows, maybe a few surprises. Don't forget bonus content. So make sure to tune in starting Monday, April 25th to get all the juicy details on what each show has in store. Actually, wait, what are the details anyway? And why are they juicy? That's kind of a strange adjective to describe Look, it's a rough world out there, especially lately. I get it. So let's take care of our minds as best we can. I'm John Moe, host of Depression Mode with John Moe. Every week, I talk with comedians, actors, writers, musicians, doctors, therapists, and everyday folks about the obstacles that our world and our brains throw in front of us. Depression, anxiety, traumatic stress, all those mental health challenges that are way more common and more treatable than you might think. The first time I went to therapy, I was so ashamed, and I was like, can't believe I got to go into therapy. Like, I thought I could be a man, and Humphrey Bogart was never in therapy. And then my dad said, yeah, but he smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. Give your mind a break, give yourself a break, and join me for Depression Mode with John Moe. Have another question. Okay. Yeah. yeah, do it. For the past six months or so, I've been playing Wiggle by Jason Derulo featuring Snoop Dogg for my district manager uh, whenever he comes in the store. I, of course, just wanted to hit you guys with the sample so we all know what we're talking about here. It sure. just seems okay. <laughs> you know what to do with that big fat butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. So you get the idea. No, I need more. How much yeah, can we legally I mean, play? Two, two of the millisecond. Let's play as much of Jason Derulo on our podcast as we are legally allowed to do. Just a little bit. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're past it. We're past it. Okay. Oh, man. I'm dugging like crazy over here. Yeah. I wish you guys could see my dougie. So you'd know what to do with that big fat butt. <laughs> yeah. Wiggle. <laughs> it's pretty explicitly clear. He's, it's very explicitly clear. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. I, I, the, in fact, Mr. Drulo, if you're listening, you probably could have left a slightly longer pause for me to answer because you asked me a question and then yeah. you answered your own question. Rude. Yeah, because I, I'm still reeling for the fact that you said I have a big fat butt, and I don't even know what to do with it. Right and now. I know you probably <laughs> meant it in a complimentary way, but I was not ready for, sure. for that, and that's not how I like to think about my own butt. This is a workplace. Anyway, the initial intent was to get into wiggle wiggle just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> now I would settle for him just acknowledging that the song exists because it's escalated to me playing the song on repeat every time he visits, and he has not said a single word about it. Yeah. 
The biggest problem is that it's an awful song. What? What? Did you? Oh, I don't think you were listening. Are we talking about the same song? Oh, I turned my Bluetooth off, but you get it. This we are so far past fair use now. This is our most. Well, that's expensive. a different sort. Okay, sorry, I was just oh. buying the ringtone on my phone. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Man, it, I think a good ringtone would start right at, you know, what to do with that big fat button. Yeah, let's see. Hold on. Let's see what. I don't know. No, 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 no. You know what to do with that big fat butt. Yep. <laughs> and then it would tell you. God, that's good. I'm yeah. very tempted. I'm sorely tempted. Oh, I here. just did it. Okay. Set well, that could be yours. default. Okay, got it. I'll keep Wings of Love. Uh, okay. Um, how much wiggling is too much? When should I cut my losses? How much wiggling is too much? That's from Done with the Rulo in Denver. Um, um, it, you run this, the risk so of this it is being. A, sorry, go on. You started to do a prank, right? And you wanted um, to establish. It says here, and I don't think this part got read. Uh, uh, the biggest problem is it's an awful song, and I have to listen to it every time. And the whole store is developed a Pavlovian response to him coming in. So basically, the premise of this question is: I tried to do a prank, but I was the pranky doodle dandy. Yes, and. Now, should I stop doing this thing that I don't like? I would I would push back against the terminology of prank to say like a fun interaction because it doesn't seem like there's no prank here. I played a song and I thought it would be funny if I played it and you wiggled. Like, I mean, a skit, a bit. Yeah, whatever. a bit, I mean, a bit. We'll, we'll call it a bit. It's a bit. It's a fine. It doesn't matter. I think prank implies even a small modicum of like uh, cruelty. It's a small uh, bit. Well, I mean, when we did Pranky Doodle Dandy, um, and I told I told Lynn that he could have Baftadi's nuts, and that <laughs> yeah. wasn't that was coming from a place of like love and fun. Sure. And I think that you can I think that you can do a fun prank. And I feel like this is definitely in that vein. No one's getting hurt here except you. It sounds like because you really don't like the song, which is weird to me because it beats ass. It the beats one thing is the life. song whips ass. So let's start there. The second thing is like the you your boss beat you. You know what I mean? You, gotta get, you lost. You lost. Yeah. You lose, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Good day. You lost. Yeah. You tried to prank him. He made you play this song that you don't like so many times every time he enters the room. And just by entering the room, you have to play this song you hate. You He he reversed it on you. Yeah. You got reversed. That's tough. I'm sorry. That's tough. Sometimes you, that you cuts. Can't, you, this is, the term cut your losses is literally for this very because the thing is, is like, you're not going to regain. Like, how much wiggling is too much? Well, apparently, negative. Like, the, because I have been in this position before, and I guarantee you, every time your disadvantages come on and you play this, you have scrutinized them hips to see if there's even a little wiggle yeah, so that you and could me, claim victory. And just to take your failure one step further, um, there's no way your district manager didn't realize what was happening. The first time you did it, they yeah, realized yeah, yeah. what was happening and they did not give you the satisfaction of a response. You have been so thoroughly bested that it's time for you to start thinking, stop this one, unless you secretly do like the song and that's fine, be that's proud fine. of it. It's beats ass. Um, but you need to start working on some new material, knowing now your, your district manager's steely resolve to not at least be like, what is this? Bob, this is so good. Right. To just not even acknowledge it is actually some next level shit. You could write your own song that's like, you know what to do with that big fat butt? Don't wiggle. Stay still. That's oh. right. Like that. Don't acknowledge me. Keep going. Yes. Oh, you're cutting places? 
oh, you're here to lay off a bunch of people. Oh, it's, oh no. the company is, oh, we're facing extreme hardship. Oh, okay. Oh, no. oh it's a it's a, a branch closing. Okay, oh. with that big fat butt <laughs> and like, let's see how that goes. What if the original song did go, you know what to do with that big fat butt? Manage the district. <laughs> <laughs> Encourage employees. Record highs. Profit and loss statements. Um... Should we do another question? Or is there? Uh, I actually have a submission here. This is not. Oh, kick any... ass! Yeah, it's just like from from Meeps, uh, who who emailed uh, this Quora discussion. Oh, they found. I like okay. this. Uh, well, so I've Meeps I've wanted trying... to elevate the the discourse in our show a little yes. bit more. Sure, so sure, sure. elevating the discourse. Uh, Meeps uh, got surfaced a question on Quora. That was this. Just that the, the, the meeps could only see the question. Okay. And the question was, could you fight a horse? Could you fight a horse? Meeps had to make a an account. Oh boy, on Quora, and to to see the answers. What a great and Meeps was right to do this. Um, because now Meeps shared the answers with me, and only a few people weighed weighed in on this. Um, so I just wanted to um. Just wanted to share their answers with you very quickly. Okay. All right, yeah. Is that is that okay? Yes, yeah, good. Okay, so um, and and you tell me who you think this is the the question that I want to pose to you guys after you I read these, and I'll try to truncate them because some of them really get into the weeds, but um, I just want you to tell me who knows the most about horses. Okay, okay. Fight a horse, this is Jaden? Fight a horse? Well, now if you're talking about fighting a bucking wild horse while you're on its back, heck yeah, I've done it many times before. Sure, I've gotten thrown, trampled. And broken a bone from being bucked, but that's part of the experience of breaking a horse hmm. or being a rodeo. Now, if you're not on the horse's back and you're fighting them, sure you could fight a horse from the ground. It's kind of like wrangling a horse. All you need is rope. I've ripped a few horses from the ground. It was very hard. The rearing, bucking, moving made it harder. Plus, it hurts if you get kicked. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of the main reason people aren't out there fighting horses twenty four. And it kind of seems like the horse was whooping your ass, right? Like uh, if you had no rope, you could still win. I've tried this many times. It took experience trying. Don't, don't run off and try this. So I have a wild, bucking, untamed horse running around in a pen. I'm standing in the middle. First, I put my arms up where he charges at me. Uh-huh. I put them into a T-shape and act like a fence. Oh, good start. Whoa. <laughs> Says, I put my arms into a T-shape and act like a fence and don't move. They will stop unless you shit get out and move. Awesome. Is that how can you guarantee can you guarantee that? After they stop, they may rear and buck, but clap your hands together and make them run around the pen. Clap, stomp, whatever well, now, to make the horse run. I didn't realize when you say break, you meant like their mind because a fence just clapped at them. Yeah. Right? When it's um, just like, I gotta his... fucking stop, there's a fence. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> once, Man once fence! He is, once he's running around and tries to come back to you, keep him out there until he lowers his head or licks his lips in a sign of submission. Now, hold on. Then let him come to you. You have one. How does he lick he his wants lips? To join your herd. That would be different. There's different ways to lick one's lips to show submission versus like, all right, fuck, let's do this. I'm gonna let's kill go, you. Bob. Come on, Bob. Let them come to you. You have one. He wants to join your herd because you seem like a leader. Unless he's so, faking yeah, it. I can fight a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a good question. It's a good question. Now I have another answer here. <laughs> 
You, this is from Kata. You can find anything. Well, that said, a horse is much stronger and much quicker than a human. If a horse were really determined to kill you, you would be physically unable to do anything except perhaps climb a tree or something. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> and it, that only if you're really quick about it. Now, and this is excellent. Really I love a good pedantic answer because... It doesn't say, could you win in a fight against a horse? But say, yeah, like, could you fight a horse? Yes. Yeah, it's also not like, can you kill a horse? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you get in a fight with a person, most of the time you're not like, so I can kill them. Right. It's, Sorry, Kata continues. Oh, yeah. We have one really important advantage. Oh? Guys, what would you guess? Weapons. They're really important. Opposable advantage. thumbs. Weapons? Opposable thumbs. Okay. No. The ability of abstract thought. Oh, of course. The, Take, yeah. for example, a round pin. Uh-huh. It is a round space, some 12 or 16 meters in diameter. Okay. Once the exercises that are done with a wild horse is to make him run circles around you. That makes the horse see for himself that you are faster. However fast they run, you can still come in front of them. This has a profound effect on the horse's mind. Whoa. Wow. Okay. So, horses are so wicked stoops. Is what you're saying. They don't understand things moving through physical space? Okay. There's one last answer I just want just, to just tack on here from Raymond. Can a human successfully fight, fist fight a horse? Well, I raised horses. Uh-huh. My grandfather captured wild horses and domesticated them for sale. Okay. One previous answer mentioned a horse will most likely run away. This is true. That one that doesn't? It will end you. Huh. Whoa, holy shit. <laughs> wow. They are likely to outweigh you five times or six times. As mentioned in another answer, their teeth will leave gaping wounds in your flesh. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. But their preferred method is to charge you, bowl you over, rear up, and trample Hell you. Hell yeah. Your only defense is to run. If you're in a coral and tried to box a horse- Probably corral. Get- just, Justin, just real quick, probably a corral. I read the word that was written here okay. by the horse expert. Okay. If you're in a coral and you try to box a horse that wanted to end you, one of two things would happen. You would be so busted up you would wish for death uh-huh. or your friends and family would be attending your wake. Horses are intelligent mountains of muscle. Whoa. Best to respect them. Now, yeah, if you go in there boxing with the Queensberry rules, yes, you got to go in there and do some street fight. Right? You got to you gotta do abstract. You were throwing sand. You're, you know, bobbing and weaving and tucking and rolling. You know what I mean? And I, can I tell you guys my problem with this question? They're only thinking about it quite literally. Could you fight a horse? But I would add in a couple words there. Could you bring yourself to fight a horse? Oh, yeah. right. You walk up there and you're like, "All right, let's do this." I I feel terrible. You broke your leg. I got to put you down, but I'm gonna do it because I love you so much with these two hands. Yeah. Right? I'm not gonna use some highfalutin gun. I'm going to do it with these two hands. <laughs> and you roll, but then you look them in the eye and you're like, God damn, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. Fight back. <laughs> Just fight back. Please. Uh, thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you have enjoyed yourself today and you have fun and we're so happy to have you as always. Thank you. Your time is the greatest gift you give us. So thanks. Oh, wow. That was just really sincere. I was taking it back. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I thought it was going to go longer. But then here's another sincere thing. Sincerely, check out the 20 Rendezvous Fancy Takes Flight Tour. Tickets for all shows are on sale now at bit.ly slash McElroy Tours. Uh, it's going to be, listen, it's going to be what it's going to be. We haven't been on tour in a while. <laughs> we haven't. It's, uh, <laughs> the, the, listen, the rust might make it more fun 
Or it might be sure. fun to watch us totally beef it on stage. But at the very least, we'll be dressed up fancy and you can dress up fancy too. And Yeah, try if you want to dress up fancy, I think that'd be a fun, fun vibe. I think I'm gonna go I think I'm gonna go get a tux. Oh yeah? Yeah. I um, think I'm gonna go get I, some I think, ducks. Okay. Well, that's kind of nothing. Uh we're gonna be next week, we're gonna be in St. Louis. Next week on f- four. I'm sorry. Next week Fuck. we're in St. Louis. Who's gonna feed my four, fish? 420. That's going to be my brother, my brother, me with Wonderful. Uh, Kansas City the next night, the 21st. That's Mabim Bam with Schmanners. And then Minneapolis on the 22nd. And I'll just be Mabim Bam. No Sawbones, unfortunately. Uh, this is just going to be my brother, my brother. Just us. That, Sorry, guys. Show. Just us. But it'll be raunchy. Extra Whoa. raunchy. And uh, right. then on April 23rd, the next night, there is a Taz show. You can find tickets to all those bit.ly forward slash McElroy tours. It's going to be fun and fancy, and we're really looking forward to getting back out there. And if you if you if you could come, it would just really God, that would be great. Yeah, it'd be, it'd it'd really be really be cool. Because uh, if people don't come, they don't let us do them anymore. The they they let us do them, but we have to do them at like four H fairs and like you know the <laughs> yeah. VFW, like at um at VFWs and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Elks you know, and, and, yeah, so come to the show. We've got a bunch of them. You can find them all there, including a virtual show in May. So don't miss that. Um, it is important to note mask and proof of full vaccination or negative COVID test within 72 hours of event start is required. Uh, so make sure that you have that. Uh, Taz game expansion pack available for pre-order. That's right. If you have our Taz board game from Together Studios, uh, we've got 70 new cards, over 70 new cards. You can pre-order that at Together Studios. That's T-W-O, TogetherStudios.com. Uh, also available for pre-order is a set of the five Taz 20-sided dice. That's, uh, you know, the dice with like one through six, three times on, you know, you use them in the game. It's got the Bureau of Balance logo on them. It's really beautiful. We got the Taz Bureau of Balance dice bag. Uh, so go check that out, TogetherStudios.com. Uh, and Dad has written a children's book called Goldie's Guide to Grandchilding. It comes out on May 10th. You can pre-order that now at Linktree slash Goldie's Guide. Uh, and then make sure you check out our merch store at McElroyMerch.com. We got a, I think, personally, very cute Schmanners poster over there. We restocked the Taz dice. And 10% of all merch proceeds this month go to the Transgender Law Center. So check that out at McElroyMerch.com. Thank you to Montaigne for these for our theme song, My Life is Better With You. Uh, it's a bopper and a showstopper. And, and a sock and uh, bopper. A sock and bopper Call and the it Call the copters. And um, yeah, thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. Uh, Max- right, Garth, bring, us, bring us home. Okay. Um, no, what do you mean? Uh, I want to hear a celebrity impression. Okay, yeah, tell me who and I'll do it. Steve Buscemi. Mm, get back here. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Wait, it's Justin Ryan. Travis McElroy. <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother. He gets your dad's Classic boosh.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.